0: Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. This is the Wanna Be Minimalist Show with Deanna Yates, episode number 45. On today's episode, we are having a conversation with Shannon Wolf, a woman on her journey toward living a better life with less stuff. If you have ever struggled with the idea of calling yourself a minimalist or feeling imperfect then stay tuned because we are having a real conversation today. And I won't spoil it, but it's filled with awesome advice that we can all relate to. Hey there, welcome back to the show. As always, I'm your host, Deanna Yates, creator of LittleGreenBow.com and your resident wannabe minimalist. Today is all about being real people. I find it so inspiring to connect with others on their journey toward living more like a minimalist every day. And that's what this episode embraces. I cannot tell you how many times I have looked at my life and felt like a fraud. Can you relate? I call myself a minimalist, but my home doesn't look like the magazines. So when you can connect with others that feel the same way, it really feels amazing. And today you get to be in on that conversation too. Shannon Wolf is a mom and grandma, as well as a jewelry maker, music lover, book consumer, and yoga enthusiast. She says she's 95% whole foods plant-based and 5% junk food princess. I mean, how great is that description? She also created a super popular minimalism living group on Facebook called Minimalist Simple Living. You're in for a fun one today, and when you're finished listening, be sure to head over to littlegreenbow.com/45 to get the show notes for today's episode. And now let's get to our conversation. Hi Shannon, welcome to the Want to Be Minimalist show hi thank you for having me i appreciate it of course i'm super excited to have you here today just to learn more about you and what has led you to kind of this lifestyle so how about we start there why don't you tell me about what led you to minimalism or living a more simple life with intention
1: you know i i stumbled on i love to watch documentaries of all different kinds but and i stumbled on the minimalist documentary and i think that's what Got me going, which is what got a lot of people going. And then, you know, it kind of when you watch that, then it kind of segues you into other things. And I came into the the no spend, you know, Mm -hmm. the the six month no spend thing, and um, that, and then it just kind of goes from there, and it segues into so much other stuff too that you could just go on and on and on with it. But that was how. And I've watched the documentary actually a couple times. So I think you need that, that extra little push sometimes when you sort of forget and start falling back in your old ways that, that, that was how,
0: yeah, just kind of a motivation thing, right. Or it kind of just helps with your mindset because I found that not a lot of people in my real life kind of live this lifestyle. And so sometimes it's easier to fall back into those old habits. And so maybe definitely,
1: yes, definitely. And
0: I think we're all, I I, I think, well,
1: I don't know. I can't speak for all the minimalists, but (laughs) for a lot of us, average people, I guess you'd say, I think it's just easy. It's easy. And I think we more now like just stuck at home, get bored and you know,
0: you shop. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't be shopping because you don't need to be. So Well, it's funny because for me, it actually has been the opposite. Being stuck at home, well, I think we also had a little bit of a, a dip uh, with work schedules. So my husband does freelance um, web development or did do that. And he lost a big client because it was in the travel industry. So for us, we went on kind of a no spend freeze because we weren't going out. We weren't, Doing anything, and now we had less money coming in. So it's interesting to see how even the same kind of thing can even spark opposite, you know, realities right, or reactions. Right. So, um, but yes, I do know a lot of people have started shopping more. I mean, Amazon's killing it, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I'm kind of I kind of got back in because I, I did do that same thing right at first because I was home for three months. Um, mm-hmm. And so I did kind of fall, didn't know if I was going back. I mean, it was supposed to be a two week thing and it was, didn't know if I was going back or not. So I did, I did cut back, but then as soon as I went back to work, um, I go to work, I go to the grocery store, you know, if you have an appointment somewhere and home and that's it. And so the rest of the time it's just like, but I have a neat little thing. And a lot of people do this is I will shop. And either, like on Etsy, add things to my wish list and Amazon to my wish list. Sometimes I'll put stuff in my Amazon cart. Um, but I don't hit that buy button. Uh-huh. I'll just let it marinate in there for a while. And and actually, nine times out of ten, I don't purchase.
0: Oh, I but love that.
1: I Get that little shopping. high, I guess you say it kind of fills the time that I'm bored or whatever and but yeah I do. I, I don't do it a lot, but it is something that I do. That I'll put things in my cart, or I just add them to my wish list and and then sometimes, you know, I'll even go back in and revisit my wish list. And then I just delete everything in there. I was like, I don't know why I like that. I I, I don't need that. What, what was I thinking? So. Oh my gosh, that's great. Oh, well, it's silly, but it, it whatever, passes the time. So. <laughs> no,
0: that's, no, here's what's so funny is though you think that seems so small and trivial and silly, but it's that's brilliant. That's such an interesting mind shift because it does. Yes, sometimes we shop just because we're bored and we need something to do. Mm-hmm. And we don't yep. actually want the stuff.
1: Right. So, we just think we do.
0: Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's fascinating. I think it's great. And I'm not much of a shopper. So I think it's a fantastic perspective to have for people that are shoppers and are wanting, you know, something else to add or, you know, some way to occupy that time that they hadn't, they can't do that. And I don't really have a good example for them. So
1: bravo. Well, and it go it makes you go back and it makes you stop it makes you stop and think a little bit too. I mean, I got a tangent. I got on a tangent the other day about um sports bras. I'm just wanted some different sports bras. And I found all these cute ones and I, I I don't think I put them in my cart. I think I put them in my wish list. Uh-huh. So I put all these in my wish list and I got thinking I was like, You have enough. You wear the same ones over and over. You don't what's the point of this so i just went in and deleted them and whatever but it was fun gave me something to do i don't have a real exciting life so (laughs) it works it's okay i don't either (laughs) yeah like that was fun that was an evening
0: entertainment and it was cheap it was really cheap oh yeah oh i love that um so before we kind of dive in and talk about something else i want to ask and i I didn't prompt you with this one before. So apologies for that. But what would you say minimalism means to you? Like when, when people ask you that or you try to tell people about how you're living or your lifestyle, what does it mean for you? I I think I, I,
1: and I've heard, you know, I've heard it this way before. It's just, it's with intention. It's living with intention and we don't need so much to make. We, we think things that make us happy, things make us happy, and they really don't. And it's just like, what what do I want to do? What do I want to do? Mm-hmm. I want to live with intention.
0: Oh.
1: I don't think I've really thought about that, No, as you can tell.
0: <laughs> no, that's okay. It, it's fine. Well, and like I said, I didn't prompt you with that one. So that one was kind of off the cuff and just kind of what what came to you. But I think it's true because a lot of times when I say minimalism or I get a little nervous about trying to tell people that I'm a minimalist or I think of myself as a minimalist because then I look around my house and I'm like, Oh, but it doesn't look like the magazine or Uh like what I think people think. And so then I almost feel like I'm going to be judged for it. Right.
1: And right. So, and you feel sort of fraudulent saying that. And I don't know. I, I don't think it's so much saying, I, I think because we like to put labels on everything. Yeah. So it's easy to say, you know, I'm a mom and I'm a grandma and I'm a minimalist. Well, not really. I, I mean, I'm a mom and a grandma, but I'm, I'm trying to live minimalistically. Yeah. Am I perfect? absolutely not. And anybody that says that they are, I'm going to call them out on it and say, I don't think so. But I think it's just with me, it's, it's making an effort, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and minimalism, you know, when you go into the environment, a lot of people go into with the environment, go into veganism and all that kind of stuff too. And Mm -hmm. I do, I'm not a vegan, but I do, uh, I'm probably about 95%. Oh, you know but you. I don't. Yeah, I mean, if my mom brings home a chicken enchilada and says, "Hey, you want half?" i mean going like, I'm hungry. Sure, but I I try, and I think if yeah. you if every if everybody would just make a little bit of an effort, it you can help the environment. You can help your health. You know, if you want to dive deep into you know the health benefits of whole food plant based living, yeah. that's a whole nother thing. <laughs>
0: We can go, we'll have you back on the show. We'll go for that one. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm a fraud
1: because I will eat that half a enchilada, chicken enchilada every now and again. So. No, but there's this saying and I'm going to totally
0: butcher it, but it is that we need more people. We need a lot of people living imperfectly or doing something imperfectly with intention and thought and effort instead of a few people doing it perfectly. And you'll just make oh, right. a much bigger impact and so I mean gosh 95% is way better than you know a lot of people or people that try it for three months and give up or you know it's better to have that flexibility I think than it is to try to be so perfect because like you said nobody's perfect and it's
2: impossible right,
0: right. and I
1: try you know I, I well now they're not letting you take your bags into the grocery store which is totally annoying i got in trouble i actually got in trouble the other day (laughs) tried to pass it off as a very large purse and then i started putting my groceries in it and the lady came over i was at self-checkout and she says you can't bring that in there and i said well i've been bringing them in here well i was told the other day you can't and i was like okay well i won't next time so right but that's a little bit of annoying but um you know i try i make a a lot of my own products you know soap and toner and you know it's something
0: right something is better than nothing I am a firm believer of that because like I said we just need to try if we all just tried a little bit and just to live more of our like authentic self not necessarily try just because somebody else wants you to or says you should be just live, if we all live a little more authentically of how we want to with intention, it really would make a big difference.
1: I agree, I agree.
0: Awesome, all right, well, let's kind of go back onto our plan. (laughs) 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 This is giving a fun conversation. Um, So my next question was about this very active Facebook group that you started and you were telling me before we started recording that you are now close to 22,000 people on this you know, yes. what led you to starting this group in the, in the first place? It was, you know,
1: after watching the minimalist documentary, then you start, you know, researching minimalism a little bit more. And I came across a no spend group. And I don't know if that was on Facebook or Pinterest stuff or what it was, but, um, I said something on my, my Facebook about wanting to, to try one of these no spend no spend I think it was a six month no spin thing and did anybody want to join in well I had a couple of friends and so I was like well let's start a group and and that's how it started and then I mm-hmm. like added my kids and my mom and you know I people that I think they started with with about six of us and that's actually how it started which is huh. what makes it so nuts for the amount of people that are in there and it's been two years. It was two years, like June 30th, I think, July 1st, something like that when I started this. And, uh, I I honestly, though, I don't, I don't care about the numbers. I'm, you know, I've actually thought about taking it to a a different direction too, Uh or maybe kind of having little theme days, you know, meatless Mondays. Anybody want to post some good, you know, Instapot recipes and, and just do some topic things, but I don't know,
0: we'll throw that around later. Well, obviously something though that you've started with this group has really resonated and struck a chord with people um, because obviously a lot of people are interested in this topic and you know wanting to live a little bit more minimal, minimalistically. Sorry, that is a hard word to say. It is a hard word. <laughs> we need a better word. <laughs> I know and this is like is it minimalism or is it minimalistic how do you say that
1: and it's like don't get caught up on the details it really nope. is not that important
0: it's not but are there any lessons that you've learned from the group or from other people you know that have really resonated with you or what are some of those favorite tips and and things that have grown over the last two years I
1: think that we've all started for different reasons. Hmm. You know, I, I think some people, you know, some people do it to become debt-free. A lot of people just want to travel more. Uh, a lot of people do it for their mental health. For So that the, the different reasons why people journey into the minimalism I thought was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Right. We all have different paths that lead us to a very similar desire. Right. Right. And in a
1: sense, they're all kind of entwined because as you know, when you start decluttering your area and you have a cleaner and tidier space, it is mentally calming compared to when you have a lot of clutter and chaos going on. And then, you know, you spend less cause you're not buying so much stuff. So yep. you're saving money. And so then that money could be used to potentially have experiences and travel. So it yeah. all just kind of goes together.
0: It really does. Yeah. But there it's may be some
1: people that want to just, I mean, like me, I would love to travel that it's important to me to have money in the bank, yeah. but not be like hyper-focused on it. Yeah.
0: You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule? Well, why should your paycheck? That's where Earn In comes in. It's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it, not just on payday. Imagine this, your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist, ASAP. We've been there and waiting for your payday in those situations just doesn't make sense and it adds unnecessary stress. With EarnIn, you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the EarnIn app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip, and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with EarnIn, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download EarnIn today, spelled E A R N I N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the EarnIn app, type in Clutter under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's Clutter under Podcast. EarnIn is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See EarnIn.com/tos for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
3: No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids. Because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.
0: Well, yeah, I resonate with everything you just said because it is similar. So I think my husband and I came at it from more of a perspective of we wanted the freedom to not be tied down, which led us to traveling, which led us to, of course, buying less because we were focusing on different things. And now that I'm a mom and I've just got 9 million things going on at any given time, I love the freedom of just not so much chaos, you know, like being able to look at my house and not think, oh, it's a mess. I've got to clean or mental burden, all of that, you know, so do yeah,
1: you remember you know i remember and i was actually thinking about this the other day when you know when i was married and my kids were home and growing up um my weekends off were spent cleaning yeah. the yeah. house the big house from top to bottom grocery shopping cleaning the vehicles doing that i i just wasn't a whole lot of time for fun you know and and then, you know, they got older and they were in sports and we were doing all that kind of stuff. A lot of stuff got kind of kicked to the wayside and then you weren't as good a housekeeper and then it bothered you. And um, so I was thinking about that. I was like all the time that I spent just not to say that you shouldn't clean your stuff up because you should, <laughs> but it, it, there's other things that, you know, make the time for it different. I, I, I do things different now. Instead yeah. of spending entire days or entire weekends just busting it, you know, going 90 with my hair on fire, um, I'll, I'll break it down, you know, I'll mop the floor and then I'll go read for an hour and then, you know, I'll throw a load of laundry in, and then I might go Um, to the grocery store maybe before I go to the grocery store if the weather's nice I'll stop at the park and I'll walk for an hour and then go to the grocery store and then come home and of course then putting all that away is just a job in itself so it's just breaking it down and still having time to do the things that you like to do
0: yep good perspective and it's yeah how just it's a mental shift and things have just changed a little bit you're still doing a lot of the same things but how you do them is different right Right. Yeah, my my weekends are uh, for Tuesday,
1: Wednesdays. Those are my wins. My my weekends. I work Thursday through Mondays. Uh-huh. So last week, Tuesday and Wednesday, I felt very unproductive, mm. but I enjoyed every bit of it. But I still did, you know, my laundry that I had to do for the week because I wear uniforms. Um, I food prep for the week because it just if I don't, I don't eat healthy. That's mm-hmm. just how it is. But I have to remind myself to keep it simple. Because I can go stupid on the groceries and on, well, I'm going to yeah. make this and I'm going to make that. And then I'm one person, I can't eat all that, you know, and there's right. only so much, there's, um, there's only so much room in the freezer. So yeah. Um, yeah, last weekend was just, it was really just hit and miss and mm-hmm. I enjoyed every bit of it. No. And I really backed off social media for about two weeks. But I also backed off on working out and drinking my water. And so I just, I just took a break. And, yep. it, and it was fine. And it was, and it was great. But yesterday was Monday. And I was like, okay, it's a Monday. You should really start your week with a, a workout. And then today it's like, okay, it's September 1st. This is a new month. you know, Let's set some small goals and see what you can achieve. Because I think when you get to, like me, you get close to your goal,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you sort of stop. And mm. self-sabotage and that's exactly what I did. I'm just like two and a half pound or three and a half pounds away from my goal weight and I was killing it and and then I just stopped. But you know what, it, it was what I needed. Yeah. So And I have no idea what the question was and why I went there. That's
0: okay. That's what these (laughs) conversations are all about. It is perfectly fine. Um, I think we were just talking about mental shift and how you still do a lot of the same things, but you just do them differently now. And you're also letting yourself off the hook when you know you need those mental shifts and you need a little bit of downtime. And okay, so maybe you take a step back, but you just know it's a moment and it's not the you know, it's not the end all be all. It's not how things are going to be forever. You're just saying, right. like, No, I just needed a little bit of a break right now to give myself that mental shift or capacity or whatever it is. And then you can hop back into getting back on your goal that you set for yourself. Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And I think, but I think too, I think a lot of people go a little too much self pampering. You know what I mean? That turns into a lot of excuses. And, you know, yeah. uh, I, one of my favorite quotes is, it's like, be stubborn about your goals and flexible about your methods. You know, just, you can't make excuses all the
0: time. Sure. Absolutely. No, I'm not going to
1: meet your, you're not going to meet your goals if you do.
0: Yeah. Yep. I love that. Stubborn about your goals, but flexible about your methods. Your methods. Okay. I love that. Oh, and I don't know I'm who wrote
1: it. I'm a big quote girl.
0: I will I, Google I that. <laughs> that's a good one. Okay. So this summer you wrote about helping your parents clean out their closet. Yes. Can you tell me more about that? What are the tips you have for people that have have found themselves in that? So I actually live with my
1: parents, so it's, it's their home. Um, I have three rooms upstairs. I have my bed. Well, count the bathroom, my bedroom, bathroom, and I have um, a yoga room and a craft room before, I started minimalism. One of the little rooms was the junk room. So that was a goal for me was to clean out that room so that I could have a yoga room. Now I have it and it's great and wonderful. And I live upstairs and my area up here is quite a bit different than the downstairs, but um, it's their home. It's not my home, it's the home. So, you know, I think my mom has she was always her health has she's really had some serious, serious health challenges. And it was actually, uh, even though it was hard for me to be home from work when it was, it was actually really good that I was because it was a time that I was needed to help, you know, with her care and to be here and, and just help do things around the house too for my stepdad. But, um, she was, she's always, you know, she's always saying, oh, I need to clean out my closet or, um, typical, like everybody, the way I used to be, mm-hmm. which I'm not anymore is that we, we pack away our seasonal clothes, mm-hmm. you know, and we have tubs or storage chests or whatever, a seasonal clothes. And she wanted to switch over to her summer clothes and she said she needed to go through stuff and she had lost quite a bit of weight. And I was, and we just happened to have a day and I knew I was going back to work and I was like, let's, you know, let's, let's do this. And um, she just sat in the chair and I pulled things out of the closets and um, you know, typical of her generation, the amount was a lot. Hmm. Um, And I would say, okay, we have two red shirts, which one do you really like? You know? And, and so I would get her to kind of, Pair down that way. We ended up with her stuff. We ended up with about eight big garbage bags, one for my stepdad. I know he didn't have a lot, one for my stepdad. And then it kind of motivated me to go back to my closet for visit (laughs) 3,782 because that but that's okay. But it sort of, so I added one, another one to it. So wow. um, it was, it was actually difficult for her. She got a little hyper-focused on the money that was spent. Mm. And I kept, you know, I kept telling her, I was like, this, this money is gone. You're not going to get it back. And you know, I'm guilty of this too. I've, I'm, you know, things went out the door that had tags on it, mm-hmm. you know, and I think a lot of a lot of people do that. So that was that was hard for her, I think, to get past the the money that she's the waste the waste of money. And mm-hmm. I said, Well, it's gone. We're not gonna get it back and we just move along. And I had to remind her too that she doesn't live the life that she used to live. She she worked in a kind of a corporate type, you know, she worked in like a, a credit union or something and mm-hmm. they socialized a lot when she was married before, there was a lot of parties and, you know, there was high heels and fancy clothes and where she, you know, when she worked, it was, you know, fancy clothes. I mean, she still works, bless her heart. They, they run two home businesses, but it's like your lifestyle has changed. You don't live this lifestyle anymore. We're all about the leggings and the comfy tees and, you know, and the flip-flops. But I did have to back off because she had, she had two great big full drawers of socks. She ended up with one full of drawer of socks. To me, I felt like she could have went down 75% more. But you know what? They weren't my socks right. and it wasn't my decision. So I just put the, the socks back and, and, you know, it'll it'll be her, her decision when, when, and if she ever decides to do that. My stepdad didn't really have a lot of say. He, my mom pretty much made the decision for his stuff because she knew, you know, well, he, those pants don't fit him. And, you know, he, he's got three pairs of black pants and those, he never wears those. He always wears these. So let's get rid of those. And, um, so he didn't, but I would never throw away or discard or donate or whatever, anything that didn't belong to me. Mm -hmm. So, um, I did, I pulled that, he had a ton of jeans in his closet and I pulled those more than me. I mean, this man had a lot of blue jeans. And I pulled them all out of the closet and I was like, there they are. You decide. Cause my mom was like, he only wears like two pairs. And I was like, well, he's going to have to decide what, and it took him a little bit, but, but he did it. And, and I would like to think that he likes his nice, limited, organized, closet
0: now, but I don't know.
1: Made me feel good.
0: (laughs) Well, I was going to ask. So, I mean, obviously you said there you had to back off. So you have to take your cues from the person you're helping. And sometimes there are emotional attachments to things. It could even be socks. You never know that really could surprise you along the way. So we do have to be a little flexible there, but I was going to ask have they mentioned it since? Because I think it's been a few months now
1: no not really i mean before we found minimalism at least for me we lived a life of excess Mm -hmm. and she's no different
0: so and i'm no different well and i don't come from a family of minimalists so (laughs) you know i definitely understand and i think sometimes it's just easier to add to instead of take away and so we just get into this mindset of doing what's the easiest and if there's room in your house or in your closet. It's just easy to put stuff in instead of take stuff out.
1: It is. And, and I, and I did remind her not, I don't know that I necessarily said it this summer when we were doing her closet, but I had said it to her before, kind of like when, when I started my journey was, um, when my grandma passed away, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. she lived next door to me and my mom lived about an hour away. And my mom was so overwhelmed trying to go through because grandmas, bless their heart, save every scrap of paper, every card that anyone has ever gave them. Um, she literally hid money behind pictures in frames. So you had to take every picture out of the frame because you never knew, or there might be like a really super old, old, cool family picture, you know, behind that picture that you didn't want to get rid of, but it was extremely overwhelming. And my mom would come and try to clean clean out my grandma's house and she would just get so overwhelmed that she just walked in circles. And so I said, well, here, let's do this. I will go over after work and I worked at home. I did daycare. So I said, I will go over every night after work and pick one spot, whatever I felt like I could get through. Mm -hmm. And because she saved everything, you know, that had, you know, social security numbers and birth dates and all that kind of stuff on it, you had to be very careful of where you were discarding stuff. And that's pretty much how we got through it. And I, I had a yard sale and actually I think I just gave most everything away because I just wanted it. I just wanted it gone, but I mean, and so I reminded her about that and I was like, you know, not only when someone passes away, you have your grief from the loss, but then you have this huge overwhelm of their possessions and you know, it's a lot. The grief is a lot. And then you get the possession and it's just, it's too much. It, it is too much. And I, and I reminded her of that. And so I think that kind of, helps her kind of move along and get rid of things. She has let me get rid of things, a lot of the nicky nacky stuff through the house. But, and you know, I don't, that's kind of with me too. I don't want to leave any, you know, all this junk for my kids. I might love Mm -hmm. it. They don't, I'm a big, I'm a big Longaberger basket person. And I still have all my, I still have all my baskets and I love them and I'm Mm -hmm. not getting rid of them. And my oldest daughter (laughs) said, she says, well, you know, when you die, she goes, I'm just going to sell them. And I was at that particular (laughs) time, at that particular time, I was like, the hell you are. I'll leave them to somebody else. But now I don't care. I love them. They serve a purpose. They're pretty. Uh, Most of them, thank goodness, are empty. You know, I really don't care about them that
0: much now. Yeah, sadly, we've gone through some of that family loss. And so I do think that really does change A lot of your perspective. My father-in-law passed away when he was 63 and, you know, my mother-in-law had a whole house of stuff, you know, that she was having to deal with and go through and, you know, and there is that grief and the, you know, it wasn't, it was unexpected. So, you know, there's just a whole nother gambit of stuff, but I think it has shifted a lot of our minds of what is important in life. Oh, absolutely. Yes, You know, if there's any silver lining, it is that it's focusing now on what's important instead of the stuff, but it's hard. It's, you know, sometimes this is not an easy life. And those are those kinds of moments where, yeah, just do the best you can. So again, we just go, we move forward and do the best we can with what we've got and, and
4: give people grace.
1: Absolutely, that is a you know, and and you need to give your your yourself, yourself. some grace. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. it's easy with the whole you know. Gosh, I'm not. How can I say I'm you know here I'm running this huge minimalist group, and I'm not minimalist at all. Have you seen my craft room? You know, here I've had this open yeah. for you know, this group going for two years, and I've yet to get to the basement and I know I have stuff down there I yeah. mean I've I've purged you know it's funny because you have those Facebook memory things that pop up oh, and stuff yeah. and the ones that pop up all the time you know it's like purging and I'm just like I've been doing
0: this my whole life yeah.
1: you know I, I just didn't Really grasp
0: the whole concept of <laughs> right. it, I guess. Yeah, you didn't label it. Yeah, makes sense. When people go through these big purges or these big decluttering things, do you have any tips on what to do with all the stuff? I get asked that a lot, and I'm sure you That's, do too.
1: That is big, and I think you know a lot of people. Oh my gosh, I imagine that Goodwill and Salvation Army and all those are just. Because that's what a lot of people were doing while they were in quarantine, you know, while they were in lockdown. But um, I wanted to not do that if I could. Not to say that I'm 100% perfect and nothing ever goes to Goodwill or Salvation Army, because it does, you know, they're just things that you cannot donate to certain places but i found a domestic abuse shelter Mm. Um, it's a little bit of a clip from me but so and you have to call that day and find it's kind of a little pain but it's worth it um and i take the majority of all my clothing and Mm. stuff there and then when after the first time i went there they gave me a list um, and then it's like, oh gosh, they take household stuff too, because, uh, they have to, you know, a lot of these women, and, and I don't know if there's men that go through that program or not that have to set up house and they have nothing um, they don't have jobs, so they have to go to job interviews. So they were taking, um, jewelry and purses and scarves. I mean, not just your regular like clothing stuff. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. And then a lot of them have children. So they took, Mm -hmm. you know, bibs and, and puzzles and toys. And so a lot, a lot of my stuff has gone there. There is a free site which I'm sure a lot of communities have. I wish we had one of those buy nothing groups. Ah, mm-hmm. Hey, we don't have one here, but um, I did find a county free site that people would come on there and they would say, Uh, Most of them were looking for specific things, but um, you could post if you had something just to give away. I mean, it's the same concept of just putting it out on your curb and putting a free sign on it, but you just do it through a a Facebook group. And I gave away, oh my gosh, back in the day, you're probably too young, but back in my day, it was home interior. Okay. And so I did go down in the basement and do some. And I had saved when I moved from my home to my mom's home. A lot of my home decor was downstairs in the basement. And so when I started this and I was getting rid of, oh my gosh, shelves and TV stands and dressers and all these, what I thought was pretty, home interior stuff, it way outdated. And I put it on this free site and was it worth a lot of money? Yes. But that time it takes to sell stuff is not what I want to do. I've sold very little. I've given, I've given most everything away. And I've had, you know, when you, when you have a young mom or something that comes and it's just, you know, she's just getting her first apartment, you know, her income is very limited. It's very gratifying. They're very excited to get your, your things. And I like that. I like that feeling.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a rush. It's funny that you mentioned the buy nothing group. I literally have like 15 things sitting on my porch right now with other people's names labeled on them for people to pick up because I love my buy nothing group. But I, I do want one, to but
1: I don't perfect. want to start one. No. I don't want to start one.
0: No, and you have to be very careful that you don't actually look at it because I went through that for about a week where I was like, ooh, what's posted on the buy nothing group? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, just because it's free doesn't mean it's crap you need, Deanna. Like, stop right, it. Right, <laughs> right, right. So now I'm like, okay, I'm getting through almost, I think I just have a couple, another, like one more bin of stuff. And then I think I'm going to take a break from it because I do, I find myself just mindlessly sco- scrolling through the group and being like, ooh, ooh, that's kind of cool. Oh, I wonder, you know, and I'm thinking. I don't need this crap. I didn't need it before I got on here. I don't need it now. So,
1: oh, look, that's that table I gave away. I really missed that. (laughs) (laughs) I have missed, I've missed very little. I will. I I've missed very little. I've had really some very little tiny, small regrets on some things I've gotten rid of. But yeah. I just remind myself, well, you can't get it back. So there's no, you know, there's no point in dwelling on it and move right. along.
0: Right. I, one of the stupidest things that I think of that I miss is like this. I had a pink sombrero. We got married in Mexico and this pink sombrero that the girl surprised me with. We went out dancing like the night before the wedding and I got rid of my pink sombrero. And for some reason, that's the one thing that sticks in my head. I don't need it. It doesn't make my life. You know, less, but for some reason, that's like the one little thing I can think of when I regret something. So, I mean, really, anybody listening, you won't really regret anything. My life is fine without this pink sombrero. And I can't think of anything else that I've given away that I regret. So, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. And I think, too, like uh, you
1: have to kind of think outside the box. And I've learned, you know, from some of the group members on stuff. I've never thought of sending uh, DVDs to nursing homes. You know, they, ha- they have to watch the same, they watch the same movies over and over, you know, if they have a movie night or whatever. And I thought that was brilliant. That is brilliant. And there was another one, blankets and towels and things like that to the mm-hmm. pet, pet centers, the yeah. rescue centers. That's great. Exactly. And they're so appreciative. I did give a lot to family or friends too, but I did give all my DVDs to my stepsister in law and my stepbrother, And I do regret that a little bit. Every once in a while, in fact, I thought about it yesterday. I thought, wow, oh, I wish I had those movies back. Maybe I should ask her if they, you know, if they still have them, aren't huh. they using them and can yeah. I have them back? And then it's like, n- no, you have yeah. Netflix. If you want to watch a movie, you can pretty much find anything that you anything want and stream want. it. Then I don't have to test it. It's good. It's like, let it, let it go. But that is, that is, that is a regret,
0: but it'll be fine. There's another alternative. We can move past it and do something else instead, but it is funny, like the random little things, but there's not much. And I've gotten rid of a ton of stuff. So I don't want my pink sombrero to hold anybody back.
3: Or your DVDs.
0: You need to find like a little mini one or something that there you remind go. me of did it. You,
1: yeah. Oh, that's the thing yeah. too. People take pictures of stuff. I yeah, I, I I that doesn't do anything for me. Um, if I don't have it present with me that I need a, I need a picture of it because you know I'm constantly deleting all my pictures anyway. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's another fear, digital content. Oh my oh, gosh, good. we could just go on forever <laughs> with all the, the stuff. I deleted, what did I do? I left probably about 10 groups this morning oh, on, wow. on Facebook. Yeah. Wow. I got on there and, and went to went to my group and was doing the, doing what I had to do there. And then uh, I was just getting so many notifications of these different groups. Yes. It's like, I just, uh, there's
0: too much. Yep. It's just too much. I do the same where, yeah, you go, you're like, okay, everything's fine. Everything's fine, it's fine. And then there's just like one little domino and you're like, okay, I can't. And then you're like, okay, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Or yep. get rid of it. You know, I definitely go through those spurts too. I do. I did that with my email recently. <laughs> I just find myself deleting the same emails like
3: day yes. after day or
0: week after yes. week, and I'm like, "What am I doing? Just unsubscribe." I know, Coles. <laughs> I mean, you're afraid
1: you're going to miss some money if you don't keep the Coles coupons. <laughs> I haven't been in Coles in a year, probably. <laughs> You know, yeah. but I don't know why I could and I actually did think about this morning too was doing that. But that was one of the first things that I did was the shopping,
2: mm-hmm. um
1: the, the shopping apps and a lot of the the email notifications yeah. and stuff was unsubs- unsubscribe and then send yeah. it to the junk and then hope it doesn't get get back yeah. through again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it does, eventually it does again. I know. But I just I try to stay on top of it. I know a lot of people get Oh my gosh! They'll start their their journey and they talk about their their digital downsizing and stuff. And they'll say, you know, I've got three thousand or ten thousand emails sitting, and I'm just like, oh my gosh! I would completely delete that email account and start over. I I would not
0: even deal with that. I can't handle it. I like I my emails that are in my inbox are ones that I am going to respond to, have to do something on, or something I cannot have that little notification that's like, you know, my husband's yep. like, oh, I've got like 1400 emails. And I'm like, Oh, oh yeah, you no. <laughs> yeah. I can't.
1: Yeah. I would have, I would have to delete that, that, that account and completely start, over. start over. Yeah. So, and I, and I do, I stay on, I do stay on time and it just takes me, yeah. you know, not even a minute. Right. And I'll do it a couple times a day, you know, I'll check my email in the morning and then it's delete everything that, it's not there and then I'll go in and I'll empty my spam folder too because I can't even stand it all sitting over there too. It just <laughs> I'm mental, but that's okay. It's okay.
0: We are kindred spirits in
1: this. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the funniest things that bother me. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm a and weird person too. I don't I don't like trash in the trash can. That oh, irritates I'm, me. I'm okay with that. Oh but I it- can't I can't. <laughs> my trash cans have to be empty. Like <sighs> And I'm like that with my text messages too. Mm. I have to keep those, you know, I have to keep those cleaned out too. You know, if somebody sends me a picture of, you know, the girl me a picture of grandbabies or something, and I just save it. I just save it. I delete everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that's interesting. Oh no, now I have to go revisit my text messages. Yes. And you're, and the same with
1: uh, um, the messenger messages too. Oh yeah. Good point. Yeah. That gets to be much too.
0: Well, my group's not as popular as yours, so I don't have so many messages. (laughs) So I want to ask, what is something, I think we've talked about a few things that maybe you do that most people don't consider, but can you think of anything that something you do in your life that could benefit others that they just don't even think about? You know, decluttering is one thing.
1: Okay. We can all go through and I mean, I've done it, I've done it for years, declutter, purge, clean, organize the whole, the whole gamut, but if we do not address our consumerism. Mm. It's just a cycle that just goes round and round and is never ending. It's really easy to say, don't buy anything. Mm -hmm. It's really easy to say it, but it's not that easy to do if you don't address the reasons why, like we talked before Mm -hmm. about being bored or lonely, or you think that it's going to fulfill something in you that's missing and if if you don't address your consumerism and why you buy and do the things that you, you're never you're you're never going to get anywhere it's just a vicious circle you're mm-hmm. going to go around and round with it and it I've done it for for years I posted not too long ago. I don't know if you saw it or not it was I thought it was the funniest thing and it was from another group and then I asked them for permission to repost it where they had a picture of a storage tub that we all use those rubber main storage and she called it a clutter coffin
0: and I thought
1: that was hilarious and I was just like true I was like oh my god that is hilarious a clutter coffin that's exactly what it is and you know, yeah. I, when I had kids at home and we had them, we had them everywhere and I still have, them. you know, there's a few down the basement, but like I said, I haven't been to the basement yet. And I do store my, um, my yarn in there and some other stuff, but I do have it. But I thought that was really cool. But one thing that I think I'm like super happy about is that I don't have those for seasonal clothes anymore.
0: Mm.
1: All my clothes are out hanging in the closets or in drawers or whatever. So I don't have any more of those little clutter coffins anymore, there you go. pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, oh gosh, there is so much wisdom there that you talked about though with the consumerism because you're right, if you declutter 100 items and you go out and you shop and you bring 100 back in over the course of the next month or so, you are exactly where you started. Right. And And it's just,
1: it's never ending. I did do the, you know, for a while I did the one in, one out thing, Uh you know, and I did do that for a while and, and I, I don't kind of really do that anymore, but that's Mm -hmm. where it's time for me to get back and revisit some of the articles that really resonated with me and listen to more podcasts Mm -hmm. and watch more documentaries so that I can refocus. And I think that's important. I think you can easily get away from it and fall right back into your old ways if you aren't constantly trying to revisit it.
0: Right. And definitely once you've had some of those mental shifts, like we talked about of like, okay, well, I'm shopping. And like you said, okay, so I'm doing this little hack where I'm shopping because I'm bored, but I know I'm shopping because I'm bored. So I won't actually buy any of the things. There are two steps there and one can be totally beneficial. And then the other, you don't necessarily have to have that second part where you actually hit purchase. So I think that's such an interesting way of just having a slight shift that makes a big change. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes.
1: And I, and I go, and too, you know, you have to, like we talked about earlier about you have to give yourself some grace. Yeah. Yeah. You really do. Mm-hmm. You just have to give yourself some grace. I think there's a big misconception, and this was, I can't remember who wrote it, but there is no there to get to. Uh-huh. I think that people think, you know, if I just get rid of everything and I paint my walls white, and I buy, you know, a white chair and no rug and maybe a lamp that I'm going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And there's just no there to get to. It's, it really is a life journey. Yep. And we're all going to stumble and we're all going to fall and we're all going to buy something that we shouldn't have bought and we're going to kick ourselves for it. And, and then we're going to move on.
0: No, so good. This has been such an awesome interview Shannon and I really appreciate you taking the time. So I want to end with one people knowing where they can find you because if they resonated, I want them to be able to connect with you. Um, so tell them about your group, which I'm a part of, and I love. It is called
1: minimalist, simple living, minimalist, simple, simple living. living. I see how you know living. the name of the darn thing. <laughs> and so we'll link to it. Cause I know there's like a symbol in the middle. Minimalist, simple, living with a little squiggly in between. Um, We'll link to it so people can join. You know, I have an Instagram. I maybe post on there once every six months, maybe.
0: So, um, but my favorite way to end each interview is with three rapid fire questions. And so the first one is, what has been your favorite simple pleasure this week?
1: I have read a ton and I grew my first microgreens. That's awesome. so I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that.
0: So. Totally. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I love that. Um, and second question What is the best advice about minimalism or intentional living that you've ever received?
1: You know, before this journey, many, and this made me reflect a little bit. I had to go way back because my grandma passed away many, many years ago. And I will remember it to this day. She told me, you need to slow down so when I makes me a little teary (laughs) yeah so when I catch myself and we we all do it hurrying too much I'm taking on too much on my plate bouncing from here bouncing there I just I do remember what my grandma said to me was you need
0: to slow down so that was big that's such a good One. one Question number three, what is making you happy right now? So let's go from that little bit of emotion and what is making you happy right now or in this season of your life?
1: I think it's a little bit of a struggle right now. Like it mm-hmm. is, you know, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big counter blessings person. Mm-hmm. It's just about being grateful and being healthy or trying to be healthy and, yeah. you know, the health and happiness of my family and my friends. And I'm oh. getting ready to start sprouting today, so I'm pretty stoked about that too. Oh, so all
4: right, that'll make me
1: happy. They're good for you; they're super, super good for you. And you know, it's a it's a way you grow things at home. They're more sustainable, and you know, you don't have little or no packaging, which is awesome for the environment. Absolutely, so, uh, I'm pretty stoked about that. So Very that's a whole cool.
0: new this is a whole new season for me. And that's why I love to say the season because it does change. My life is super different now than it was a couple of years ago, which is way different than it was five years before that. And it is just these seasons that we go through. And so, oh, Shannon, thank you so much for joining me today on the Wanna Be Minimalist Show. This has been awesome. Thanks
1: for having me. And I'm glad that I said yes. Yes. I was I know. I was a nervous
0: wreck. <laughs> oh, <and> then, <laughs> well, you didn't oh, it, and, and like I said, I mean, it's just so refreshing when people hear real stories from real people that are living this way and making these conscious decisions every day, because yes, it is. I, I go through that too, where I feel like a fraud a lot of the time, but I am doing the best I can and making those decisions. So.
1: I think that's all anybody could do is just do the best that you can and the way you do it is probably going to look different from the way that you know George next door does it and that's okay
0: you guys everybody you know check out the group Shannon's got some amazing people in there and I just love being part of that community as well and you know it's a it's a journey so we'll just leave it on that thanks Shannon so much thank you bye-bye Bye. We could have talked for hours. There was so much good stuff she had to share with us, but I particularly love the part about finding happiness in living with less stuff and how we do not have to be perfect to make an impact or change our lives for the better. If you're on board with that idea, I hope you will join us for deeper conversations in both of our Facebook groups. I will link to those in the show notes and you can find them on my website at littlegreenbow.com forward slash 45. Again, thanks to Shannon for saying yes and being a guest on the wannabe minimalist show. I love her perspective and think we can all learn a lot from just doing the best we can. That just about wraps it up for today's episode. Don't forget, you can get a transcript for today's show and links to the Facebook communities at littlegreenbow.com forward slash 45. Once again, get all the show notes and the links for everything we talked about today on my website at littlegreenbow.com forward slash the number 45. But before I go, I just wanna take a minute to thank you for listening to this podcast. I know that your time is limited and it means the world to me that you choose to spend some of it with me. So if you have anything you'd like to share with me, I'd love to hear it. Let me know what you enjoyed the most from the show and if you had any big takeaways or send me your questions. Feel free to tag me on Instagram stories so I don't miss it. You can also subscribe to be notified of new episodes wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. And please feel free to leave me a review if you've enjoyed the show so more people can find us and enjoy the benefits of a minimalist lifestyle. And next week, be sure to join me when I will be talking about the differences I see between decluttering, minimalism, and organizing. And yes, it's inspired by the super popular show, Get Organized with the Home Edit. If you haven't watched it, don't worry. I binged it for you so you can get up to speed. It's going to be good and you will not want to miss it. I'll see you next week.